Hello. Okay. So. <sighs> Alright. Jesus Christ. Like, I really needed to make an episode right now. We're on the precipice. I don't even know what the fuck that means literally, but we are on the precipice of a solar eclipse if we're not already on it i literally forgot the time i knew the time but i forgot it i need to start writing these things down but oh my god you guys don't understand like and maybe you do this is so fucking intense like i am overwhelmed with feelings of hatred humiliation embarrassment embarrassment like oh my god there's this astrologer that i love and he had talked about um how during this time you know with this fuck this is this is this is okay we're on the precipice of a lunar eclipse full moon in taurus okay jesus my nose burns my body is agitated i watched a movie that i enjoyed watching good time but like the shit just made my anxiety worse i feel like i can pick up on the energy of like my household and like my father is definitely tired right now tired of how his life is and i just i feel like i can pick up on that i also feel shame and guilt for not being able to provide any relief to anyone including myself but oh my god like i kind of am feeling feeling this feeling of like wanting to trash my whole room and i have this anxiety and this fear that my father feels that way and that he blamed me for his problems like it's just so much going on internally i'm reflecting on the decisions that i've made in the past like two weeks especially and how angry i am how overwhelmed i am and it's just it is a lot it is a hard time fuck like it is it's a lot guys and um damn there's like bro my scalp is really act like i don't like guys i just this is just not a good time and I don't even know what to fucking do. I am anxious. Like, I can't even get my thoughts straight. I I wanted to sit here and talk about the overwhelming uh, amount of hatred that I feel. And how I also project that onto everybody else. And how I really do hope that everybody... I do hope that I don't actually know how other people feel. And I hope that I'm just really overwhelmed with how I feel. But I can't help but feel like everybody hates me and everybody just like thinks I'm a fucking weirdo. And obviously I'm probably the only person who feels this way, but how would I know? I can't read other people's minds. Jesus, and my nose is fucking itchy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. It is a lot. And I had to just start recording because I just, it's it's a lot there are fucking police cars in the back i will definitely try to come back later today and hopefully say more but i just needed a moment to just let this out like these are the feelings i'm feeling and i'm pretty sure let's actually look it up right now because if i remember correctly the full the full moon should be happening like right now let's find the fuck out um okay let's see but yeah if you feel psychotic if you feel overwhelmed a little crazy please just know that you're valid just like not alone um i i I need to like go into a fantasy world like i really do like i really really need to go into a fantasy world okay yeah so we are reaching 
Okay, this is going to be an intense, it's going to be an intense night. It's going to be an intense night. Um, an astrologer that I watched, he had said um, that it's best to not leave the house, the apartment. Is, is it is, bruh. Okay, I'm going to stop now because I feel an overwhelming sense of paranoia. I thought this would help, but it's really not. But it is helping me understand that I feel this way. And for everyone on the East Coast, November 19th, which is not today. Okay. Damn, this shit's tomorrow. I already feel... Oh my god. I I thought we already had... I, already, I, thought, I thought the full... Oh my god. Anyway, I'm just going to stop here. We will continue this later on. But this lunar eclipse is going to be really intense. I'm praying for everyone. And I'm just going to escape to a fantasy world. That is what I am going to do for the next three days. Um, but I'm also going to try to make content. Because I... This is all happening in my 10th house. Like, I need to feel like I'm doing something with my life. And I'm going somewhere. Because I do not feel that way right now. And it's not even because there isn't progression. It's because that is the theme of this eclipse. Like, it, it like Jesus Christ. Okay. Until next time, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello. And I am back. All right, so I, yes, last night, I don't know, also last night I thought was the 18th going into the 19th, but it was actually the 17th going into the 18th, and that's why around the end, I'm just kind of like, you know what, I'm just gonna, because I was feeling this overwhelming sense of uh, hatred and anger and just a lot of negativity, a lot of self-loathing, and not because I actually hated myself, but because I was thinking about all of the things that I was ashamed of, activities that I've participated in that ashamed me, behaviors that ashamed me, um, memories, like just so many things, like participation in things, like it was just a lot of that, um, but right now and from that point until this point the whole days and stuff like day it's been like a day anyway but um I've really been growing a lot in the sense of I feel like that was the rush and the overwhelm and the uh potency and concentration is the concentration of energy that will soon begin to burst out of me um anyway let's let's get into the astrology so this full moon lunar eclipse whatever you want to call it is happening in my 10th house where scorpio where scorpio with taurus resides and um Oh my god, god forbid if I ever find out I have a different rising, I'd be so fucking depressed. Like, I know my rising is what it is, but like, imagine. What sign has a... Ew, I don't want to be a Taurus rising, no offense. Is that a Taurus rising with the Scorpio, or is that... I feel like it's Taurus. No, it's not. That's so stupid. It's not Taurus. Because Scorpio is in their seventh house. Oh, it's Aquarius. Is it Aquarius? Yeah, it's Aquarius. Right? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't mind having Aquarius rising. Sorry, Taurus rising. Anyway, but um, I can't believe I said it was a fucking Taurus rising. It's most definitely an Aquarius rising. I could live with an Aquarius rising. But I am not an Aquarius rising. I am a Leo rising. I want to marry an Aquarius rising, though. But anyway, let's get back to the... So... um. Basically, I am proud of myself, you know, after the whole concentration of negativity. Now we're going to talk about some positivity, uh, things I've reflected on um, as I've processed through those negative feelings. 
is that I am very proud of this podcast. Like it's messy. Some of the episodes are out of order because I found out just recently that when I unpublish and then republish an episode, it it literally becomes like a new episode, um, which I did not understand and I hate. <laughs> but it's okay. Um I am proud that I've invested in this and that it's grown. Most importantly, above all else, I'm super proud of myself and the work that I've done in myself. I feel like that's like the only thing my Gemini stellium ass has ever committed to is my growth. And I'm very proud of that. And I just don't think that's ever going to end or going to stop because it brings me limitless joy to always evolve as a person because it's like what else would I do um I'm proud that I withstood things that honestly were on the verge of breaking me I'm proud of myself for getting closer to healing every day and being so much better than I was this time last year um there's just a lot of things that I'm proud of and also just really grateful for and it's very fascinating because you know um in the first segment of this that which I filmed last night I was talking about my dad and like now I think about that too but I see it differently where I'm not I do need money in the sense that I'm super broke and cannot provide for myself. But what I am trying to build right now is sustainability. Like I'm trying to create a sustainable, you know, life for myself, career for myself. I want to use my talents and my skills and my passions because these are things that will always stick with me and even if they evolve they will evolve alongside me because they come from within me as opposed to focusing on any job just for the sake of money because I don't even think that that's going to be a smart or realistic way to live in the next like 10 years like within the next 10 years um I believe that as a society, we're going to become more skill-based. You know, like, what skills do you have? Regardless of how out of the box they are. It's like, but like, what can you do? What are you good at doing? And a lot of people, they don't know what they're good at. Or they feel like they're not good at anything because they haven't really taken the time to develop. Um any of the natural skills that they had or have. Um, I think a lot of people are now doing that, but they're kind of late when it comes to the actual trend. Like like I said, within the next 10 years, I genuinely believe that things are going to become much more skill-based. And... The people who are just now or like last year, because I know a lot of people during the pandemic started to focus on skills and hobbies and things like that because they had the time. But it's like you also have people who've been doing it their whole life. Like you've had people who have been developing skills their entire life. And you can't really compare yourself to those people. And that doesn't mean that like if you started later that you, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not talking about where you're going to end. It's just that the journey is already different, right? And it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be comparable. And for that reason, um, I find that I refuse to let go of that and it's scary because you know my dad really wants me to get a job um you know and like be able to provide for myself so that he can figure out what he wants to do with his life and I have a lot of mixed feelings about that mostly of guilt and shame 
and inadequacy because I wish that I could provide for myself, live on my own, and just not really worry about it. And that's what I plan to do. Like literally once I can, I will, I can guarantee that I will never rely on my family again. Like I can guarantee that because I have been putting in the work for that. Even something as simple as this podcast, it's like, I do it because it makes me happy. I do it because it quite literally has been such a healing, like a healing foundation, like a foundation of healing. Like, I don't even know how to say it, but yes, a foundation of healing for me. And if it were to ever become more than that, that is just icing on the cake. But just alone in the past, like over a year now that I've had this I have been able to hear myself. I've been able to really come back to myself and communicate with myself and, you know, better refine how I communicate. And just I've become a better person with this podcast alone. I've become a better person for almost the like it's been like two years now of focusing solely on my poetry on focusing solely on songwriting and like rhyming and like all of these things and I have skills now that I've never ever had before and my essays just from over the years right have gotten so much better my writing from my whole life have gotten has gotten so much better And it's so crazy because, you know, I always wrote on and off. And this is why I say with people, it doesn't matter when you start because half of the times you probably don't even realize what your skill is. And the skill that you've been working on, you've probably been working on your entire life and just never noticed. Because with me, with writing, that happens over time. Because I remember writing my first book when I was six years old, which I threw out when I was 10. And I'll never forgive my 10-year-old self for that. I mean, I will. I already forgive her, but you know what I mean. I wrote my first book when I was six because I really liked books. Like, it wasn't even that I liked reading. I just liked books. And to this day, I still like books more than I like reading, right? But I love to read more than I ever have before in my life. And I've always loved reading. I've just always been too hyperactive to just keep reading, and I still have that problem now. But um, anyway, but um, but I was writing my, I wrote my first song, I'll never forget, when I was 10 years old. And I will literally never forget it because I was super proud. And it was called Lights, Camera, Action. Like, and I remember the chorus to this day. Lights, camera, action. No, whoa. Lights, camera, action. Like, I, like, bro. My point is, I've always been like this. I've always had these seeds planted, but I never truly nurtured it because of the external world, because of other people's projections, because of other people's expectations, because of other people's advice and suggestions that nobody fucking asked for. And I was watching my favorite astrologer, OJC Astrology, shout out to the queen. And she did a live and... You know, she was talking about a bunch of different things, but what pertains to this specific conversation is the fact that, um, actually, I don't remember what I was going to say, because now the song Lights, Camera, Act, like, it's just stuck in my head. Jesus. Anyway, but I'll remember, so I'm just going to circle. We're going to do, like, a quick little U-turn, because I missed the exit, but, um, but basically, um, other people's projections, right, of who, okay, I remember, so skirt to the exit so so basically people will constantly tell you she did not say this during her life she actually said this during her youtube video that she posted today but people will project onto you the things that they need to do the things that they need the things that they want and i feel again i feel a lot of shame because i see myself as a burden i i've always seen myself as a burden in my family which is why i'm so vehement about not wanting to ever rely on them again like for me it's just a matter of like no like y'all made me feel so fucking horrible my whole life for being a dependent that like i never want to depend on you again like i would rather depend on fucking strangers dead ass like i would rather depend on outside sources because this is just so 
self-deprecating. And the, the fact that this is something that I dealt with even when I was 10, like being a child who, who literally is dependent because I am a child and I didn't ask to be born. So like this isn't something that's just happening now. Like this is something that's always existed. And so I want that shit to die, right? Like with this eclipse, like that shit is dying out. So when I'm going for a career, it's not for money. It's not for a job because that's never sustainable. That's never been sustainable. And a lot of people will suffer through their jobs to make this sustainable. But like you are actively destroying yourself. So it is just it's still not sustainable. And no amount of money will ever change that. It just prolongs the destruction of whatever you are trying to build. Like whatever concept you're working on, you know? And again, I feel a lot of shame and guilt and all of these things. Because I... I'm in the position that I'm in and because I'm making these decisions for myself and literally nobody else. You know, there was a time in my life, especially when I was like living on my own in 2018, 2019, where I really wanted to be independent so that my family never had to worry about me so that they could be happy, they could be good. But then the pandemic happened. I could not succeed in being independent. I come back here and what i've learned from that experience and from that situation is that okay i lost my train of thought i'm so sorry guys <laughs> but i'm going to i'm going to continue forward but um what i've learned i don't remember what i was going to say but another thing that i've learned is that i can't make anyone happy and whether or not I'm here isn't going to change their level of happiness. And I that got confirmed to me. And I didn't really trust that or believe that. But all of that was really confirmed being back home. And being back home and failing at truly being independent. Because I was 85% independent. But truly i mean it wasn't even that independent i mean it was quite independent i'm not gonna lie i'm 85 percent. everyone can suck my dick anyway but it's just that like during that time i learned what it means to be independent and the literal means that you must have to be independent and it's much more than money it's mindset it's habit right it's mental health right like independence is a whole way of existing it is a state of being it is the way you choose to live and exist in your life and that changes the fabric of who you are In every way. I'm sorry. I don't even know if that made any sense. But like, it literally, it, it, it's like, in, it's in every little detail about yourself. And I believe spiritually that all of that happened for a reason. All of that was to teach me something. Because even another thing is that like, my mom, I'm very proud of her. Because she is becoming independent in this household. She is standing up for herself. She's setting boundaries. And it's a little messy but she's doing it and i i couldn't be more proud of her despite whatever the fuck we're going through like i'm super proud of her i think about it all the time and i'm always praying for her that things work out and that you know her flaws don't get her into too much trouble you know and um with me i finally just i feel like i've healed mentally i feel like i was fine i just think that physically like i think for me it was quite literally i was not healthy i was physically unhealthy and mentally unhealthy because of all of the things i was going through and that could probably be the same for like my mom but i feel like with my mom it was more so about a spiritual codependency you know believing in things that is guised 
or disguised as a religious value or religious way of being, etc., etc. And um, I'm sorry if I'm kind of like all over the place. I'm like thinking as I speak (laughs) and like processing all this as I speak and also thinking about a bunch of other things as I speak. But for me, it was quite literal. Like I, it's not that I didn't have the skills. It's not that I didn't have the experience. Like it wasn't that I was missing anything. It was that I had been destroyed by the lesson that I had to learn, which I properly learned. And now I needed to sit back and heal from that mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And while I healed from that, I had to learn and understand by being back at the source, how it even how I even got to that place in the first place, like how it happened in the first place. So when I say that sustainability is what matters to me, that's where it comes from. And despite understanding, especially with my dad, that like he wants me to get a job, get money. It's like that's not going to that's literally just going to make shit worse for me. Because I've already tried that in the past year. I have. And each time it never worked out because each situation that I was put in just compromised me. You know, it further traumatized me. And it's just counterproductive. Unfortunately, patience is really the only thing that I have. And that's not a narrative that I feel he subscribes to. I don't think he sees it that way. I don't think he will ever see it that way. And it's difficult because of the fact that I do feel bad, but now I don't want to feel bad. And so it makes me feel bad in a new way because it's like, damn, you don't even feel bad. But it's like, no, I don't even feel bad. And I do feel bad. (laughs) God. But you get what I mean. It's like I'm actively working against that blossoming or flourishing any further it's like okay i acknowledge his perspective i acknowledge his feelings as valid however i still believe that my actions are justified my feelings are justified as they are valid and I have to be my own advocate. I have to stand up for myself in that way. And I have to accept the backlash that comes with that. Because again, like with OJC, which she said in her video that she posted today, people are going to tell you the things that they need to do. Because like where I'm at right now, thankfully, knock on wood, I don't, I don't have a pressing need for money. I don't even need it for like food. Like I don't need it, right? Like what I need is a career that I can actually build off of because I do have a lot of skills. I do have the experience. I do have the charm, the personality, and I do have enough people in my network, but it's not about a check. A check isn't going to save me. And with his situation, it it may. But again, I'm not him, so I don't know. But from my perspective, it won't. Because the issue isn't a lack of funds. The issue is the horrible habits. The unchecked trauma the lack of discipline with the impulses. And I feel bad for saying that because that's not how he stages himself to be, especially in front of me. And 
I know if he were to hear these things, like, he'd be really fucking upset that I say these things about him. But it's just, like, but that's just what I see. And I wouldn't be able to say these things if I hadn't had these same issues myself. And one of the things I, I opened up with this, I'm super proud of myself because I see change in me. I see the lack of control over my impulses. Wait, that's not what I meant to say. I see the lack of impulse. Okay, how do I work? I am not as impulsive as I used to be. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I am not as impulsive as I used to be because I do identify the lack of control over my impulses right i i've learned to identify when it happens why it happens and that's what i've been doing for the past two years almost two years now right i've been working on myself i've been learning from the reactions i've gotten from people i've been learning from the results and the consequences of my actions i have been doing the best that i can to learn And I still don't know everything. I still don't know a lot of things. But I sure as hell know a lot more than I did last year. And the year before that. And the year before that. And so on and so forth. And so it's hard. Because I'm aware that my life may not show that to other people. But that's okay, especially with my family. It is okay that they do not recognize any of the work that I've ever done. It is okay that they probably never fucking will unless somebody else said, yo, she's cool. Then they're just going to jump on the bandwagon Because it's not about me. It's never been about me. They don't really care about me in that way. It's just about a duty and a responsibility. You have a kid, you take care of them. Otherwise, they'd be on the street. Then what would people say about you? Because that's how I see it. I feel like it's more so about what people would say about them rather than like, oh, what if she dies? It's like, oh my God, if she dies, God is going to punish us. Like, it's not coming from them. It's just coming from possible consequences of their actions, but not really genuine concern of my well-being. Because if that were the case, this healing process wouldn't have been so fucking painful here. You know, like, I would not have been shamed for it the entire time. And it's just, it's hard. And I obviously don't want to be here. And I'm not really allowed to share my honest thoughts. I'm not allowed to take up any more space than I already do. Because they already hate the amount of space that I take up. And they wish I was not here. Not because they just wish I was dead, even though I'm sure they've thought about that every member of my family. I know for a fact my mom, my dad, and my brother have low-key wished I died. I don't care what they say. I do not believe that because the way they be, their animosity comes at me sometimes, I'm like, nah, I deadass feel like sometimes y'all would have been happier if I just died for real. And I wish I could have granted y'all that so you could just be fucking a little bit happier for once in your goddamn life. However, like I said, this whole process, my mom has learned to stand up for herself. She's focusing on her life. My brother has a whole life that he does not want me to be a part of. And I'm not going to lie. I know that kind of sounds bitter, but I'm actually okay with that because the experiences that I've had with my family just makes me want to have a life entirely separate from them. Like I want to have a family like just completely away from them and I don't even think that they would care because I just don't feel like they care even though I know they love me and I know they care about me 
but it just doesn't feel personal. It feels like they just care about me in relation to the narrative of their own personal life and story, but not me autonomously as a separate human being. Like if we were not in the same family, if we were not bond by blood, there would be no relationship. That's what I mean. And so that's really hard to live with. That's really hard. And that has been the biggest thing that I've been living with. That's the biggest thing I've been struggling with. As I've been actively trying to build something, a foundation for myself so that I will never have to deal with this again. But the way that you build a foundational structure like that, at least for me, isn't the way that they want me to or the way that it looks like I should to them. And they have punished me for it relentlessly. This has been the worst, but they've done it my entire life. And maybe their perspective is different. And I'd love to hear that one day they care about me, even though I will always keep them at a distance because what has been done has been done. And I just don't think that will ever change. Because when it really mattered, they weren't there. It's easier. And the thing is, I'll take it back because obviously I'm here, but I mean emotionally they weren't there. So once you take the structure out of it, the duty out of it, there will be nothing left. And maybe we might start over, but I don't really want to lie to myself or expect that from a future because it's just unnecessary. If it happens, it will happen. I don't even have to think about it. But I do have to prepare myself for nothing ever coming out of it. Because that is the most hurtful thing for me. And if I can process that and survive that, then whatever happens in the future will only be a blessing. But anyway, I say all that to say, That with this lunar eclipse happening in my 10th house, I'm thinking about why I've done everything that I've done. How even though everything I'm saying to you now, I couldn't have told you this at any point before this this night. (laughs) But that is what I've been doing. That is what I've been working towards. You know, I haven't had a piece published outside of medium.com, but um, I submitted pieces for publishing. I applied to opportunities that, you know, I didn't get, but I'm proud to say that I applied for them. I had chances and opportunities that I can look back on and be proud that I was able to land those chances, even if it didn't pan out you know, fully or entirely or at all. I'm proud to say that I tried my best, regardless of whether or not that was good enough for anybody else. I did my best. And I will always do my best, as I have always done my best. And it doesn't matter if other people don't see that or recognize that. Or acknowledge that. Because I do. I do. And I have. So. I feel good. (laughs) Despite moving slowly. And breathing in a lot of air. And just. Understanding that backlash is just a part of life scrutiny is a part of life etc etc 
I will continue on building an internal world and an internal fortress so that my inner child can always have the freedom to just exist. And yeah, I just, I'm sad sometimes when I think about the negative ways that people could view me. But I'm empowered by the fact that now I know how to combat that with positive self-talk, positive thoughts about myself, positive memories about myself, and just building up from there. And I don't really know when I'll be able to financially provide for myself. But honestly, I'm just really tired of thinking about it. And I think it's best if my dad just focuses on himself. And if I end up on the street starving and dying, then bitch, so fucking be it. I would honestly rather do that than keep dealing with this shit. Because it's like, bro, I just, I don't care anymore. I ain't gonna do it. Just hate me. Go literally focus on yourself. For real. Um, Because my mom has. And... I don't know. She's growing a lot. I mean, their relationship is mad toxic and wild, but we all know. Anyway, but um, but yeah, I'm just proud of myself. And the astrology tutor thing is also going really well, um, even though I haven't really made any money. But again, it's like for me, it's not about the money. It's about the structure. The structure. Oh, my God. It's about the structure and the structural beginning, the foundation, bruh. I've been building the foundation. Okay, like, what is the point of being able to sell cupcakes if you ain't got a store to sell cupcakes in? And like, yeah, you can sell this shit online, but I'm not talking about online. I literally mean, where the fuck are you going to put the cupcakes without a goddamn house? And I acknowledge why my father's frustrated and upset, but... I think he should focus on himself and taking care of his financial problems because all I need is a job. Once that happens, I'll be fine. But for him, it's just not that simple. And I think that's what he should be focusing on. I feel like I'm just a distraction. And that's something that I've also really have grown to understand. My whole life, I felt like a burden. When in reality, I was just a distraction. I was just a fucking distraction. From their problems that has existed before me, during me, and will exist after me the work that they need to do internally with themselves. I was just a distraction. And once I remove myself, I can no longer be their distraction. Now, whether or not they find a new one is all up to them, but for me, that's not the case. And I'm just proud of that. I feel like I've broken generational curses. I feel like I've broken generational traumas and cycles. I feel like I have really survived a lot. And I genuinely feel like from today on forth, it'll be like miraculous just how clear my mind is, how open my mind becomes, how much I learn, how much I see, how much I understand, how much freer I feel. I have literally have been setting the intention of freedom since since this astrological year started since literally this calendar year started but specifically the astrological year i put so much energy um the beginning of this year before spring to like remember that that's the goal and throughout this whole astrological year i have reminded myself that that's the goal and i will continue to 
when I moved out the first time, it was independence. Now for me, it's freedom. It's ultimate freedom because I thought that being independent was going to free me. But being independent wasn't going to free me. Freeing myself was going to make me independent. But I didn't understand that. And I did not free myself. Because I didn't know that I could, that I had to, or even how to. But in going towards independence, I found the answer. And so with this lunar eclipse, which is going to, you know, happen in about an hour, um, maybe two, <laughs> I don't remember when. This is like three hours, so like from 12 to 3, I think, like around 12 to 3. But anyway, um... What was I talking about? Damn, damn, damn. Anyway, <laughs> but um, with this lunar eclipse, like I'm cutting this shit out. I'm freeing myself. That south node is transiting, transiting my fifth house right now. Okay, I mean, even though like the notes haven't shifted yet they're about to shift but like for the past like year okay the south node has been in my fifth house i and the north node has been in my 11th house right yes my 11th house and right yeah okay (laughs) yes and definitely my community my social circle looks entirely different than it did last year And even down to like how I even go about that. And also just even myself and how I am and obviously how I express myself and how I perceive myself um, has changed and is further further developing. And I cannot wait for the official nodal shifts uh, with North Node in Taurus, South Node in um, Scorpio, because it pertains to this, you know really releasing that fourth house shit and coming into my 10th house like really coming into what I have and what I've built for my entire life like what have I been working on to just see what blossoms I'm excited for that um I genuinely believe that I've always been in alignment And that's what's always made me special is that even when I was lost, I was always aligned. And I never want that to change. And I'm excited to see what the future holds. And I'm cutting off the fear and the anxiety and the worry and the shame and the guilt. And Rome wasn't built in one day. But it was eventually built. Okay. And that is, that is, that is the point. Doesn't matter how long it takes for you to get there. It just matters that you get there, which actually ties perfectly in with the whole skill base thing where it's like, it just doesn't matter when you start your skills, just start. You will get there. I was not the best at poetry and people laughed at me instead of and lied to me and said I was good because they never wanted me to get better because they knew I could get better. But I saw through that shit and I got better. I took that shit in and I got better. And I will keep just getting better because I have been writing my whole life. And even my Humpty Dumpty rhymes are better than some people's poetry will ever fucking be. Because the connection I have with myself, my voice, and my soul comes from a life journey that cannot be replicated. Point blank. And I'll never fucking forget that shit. Ever. I will never forget that. And I will do my best to make sure that somebody else's shit never blinds me from my own ever again. I will not be distracted I will not be lied to, and I will not forsake myself for anyone else, especially my father. 
So that's that. You know, I feel a lot of emotions now after saying all of that. Because I really realized in this moment that my true feelings completely and entirely contradict how I've been acting with him. Which is reality, I don't care. Which is why I feel so much guilt and shame. Because I am putting myself first. And I will die doing so in this particular relationship but I do put his feelings before my own and we're just gonna rectify all of that you know we're just gonna rectify all of that okay Uranus is also transiting my 10th house and has been for a few years and shit's just changing bruh a lot of things are changing and I just have to accept that I will be different And being different will elicit a different response. And that response may be the truth that I've just been avoiding my entire life. And my mom was right. My mom was right. She was... Oops, sorry, I burped. She was fucking right. I hate her for it. Anyway, but... Yeah, I think I'm done. I think my biggest flex right now is the fact that I'm like, yeah, bitch, I ain't just going to get no regular job. I'm sorry. Even though I may have to, and I already tried with that fucking whack-ass, fuck-ass pizza place, but we'll see. I feel like I still am not in a position where I can be confident about where my career is going to go anytime soon because it's, again, I can't financially provide for myself. I'm building all these skills, but it's like, why am I to provide for myself anyway? <laughs> but anyway, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm done. Thank you for listening. This is my Taurus full moon lunar eclipse podcast episode. It's happened in my tenth house. And yeah, at me, MunaPDF on Twitter or at Muna.pdf on Instagram if you want to talk, if you want to chit-chat. Um, otherwise, I will see you in my next episode. Happy Lunar Eclipse.